Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Shall we please rise as we worship God some more? Okay, so the past week alone, I, I received the news of um, three people I know personally who passed on. I have a personal principle that I would not um, put the photo or the picture of anyone on my status for whatever reason. For whatever reason. And um, two out of these three people, two are my friends. Um, one of, and the third person happens to be my uncle. So I believe he got frustrated and took his life by himself. And then one of the two others, at 12 midnight, he died on July 1st. At 12 midnight, he put on his status, Happy New Month. And um, to cut the long story short, before, I think he had, I think he has high blood pressure. And um, I think he, got, he had an attack, and um, before they rushed him to the hospital, he gave up. Now here, there's nothing special you did. But here, there's nothing. One of the things I've come to realize is that may God not let us experience things that are beyond us. Especially when it has to do with health. If your health is compromised, or if you have health challenges, life-threatening ones, on that bed, if they ask you what your account balance or account balances are, I'm not sure it will all matter at that particular time. Why not just go ahead and just thank him for life? Thank him for life. Thank him. Thank him for life. Thank him for life. Thank him. Thank him for life. Things may not um, look like you want it to, you want it at this time, but just thank God for life. It is because you are alive. That's why you are even able to carry out any form of assessment or evaluation. Go ahead and thank him for life. Thank him. Thank him for life. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Lord, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The giver of life, I thank you. The giver of life, I thank you. 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 Thank you because your mercy found me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If not for your grace, where would I be? Where would I be? Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. I stand amazed in your presence. There is nothing you cannot do. I stand amazed in your presence. There is joy, peace, and hope. There is no one like you, Jesus. There is no one like you. In Odia, there's no one like you, Jesus. There's no one like you. You do mighty things. You do glorious things. You're a faithful God. Awesome is your name. Father, we thank you. Thank you for January. Thank you for February. Thank you for March, April, May, and June. Thank you for the seventh month. Thank you in advance for August. Thank you because all will be well before September. Thank you because in October we'll be bouncing in you. Thank you because in November, Lord, before November, we would have received our settlement. And thank you because we have the confidence in you that by December, we'll be finishing this year strong. We'll be finishing this year better than we started it. We'll be finishing this year bigger than we started it in the mighty name of Jesus. We celebrate you for life. We will praise you for life. As long as you lend, as long as you continue to lend us breath. We make this commitment to you that Lord will praise you for life. Father, please accept our thanks. Lord God Almighty, commit the rest of today's service unto you, Lord. Father, Lord, please have your way. As we go into your word, Lord, please speak to us minister to your people and let all indeed be well and let your glory burst forth in our lives over this nation in our families and all that concerns us and at the end of it all we promise to return all the glory and honor back to you for in Jesus mighty name we have prayed amen please be seated um, by the grace of God, um, the theme for the RCCG annual convention is um, a new wave of glory. And um, it starts 
um, next month. It's a week-long program. I want to thank God. want to celebrate God for our very own assistant pastor who will be ordained during this convention. Let's... Please pray along with him. Uh, it will not just be a title, but it will come with him with mantle. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Um, one more thing. When is the next um, prayer service? Yes, the changing gears. Yeah, yeah. Is a prayer service? What? This Thursday or next week? Thursday. Okay, so changing gears uh, by the grace of God is this Thursday. Um, it's a time when we come together to pray. Um, please, I want to specially invite us. Um, we started well on a very good tempo, uh, but um, I can see that... Um, it is, it is what it is. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Amen. This month, we'll be looking at glory. And this morning, my text is taken from Romans chapter 4 and verse 20. Romans chapter 4 and verse 20. The Bible says that he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was in faith giving glory to God. Let's read together one to go. He staggered not. Please hold on. Shall we please rise as we give reverence to the word of God. Um, one, two, go. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Please be seated in the wonderful presence of God. I'll share, I'll start this morning by talking about what glory does or what glory is. Um, the first thing this morning I'd like to um, bring to our attention is the fact that glory makes your past stop. Glory makes your past stop. Glory, when it comes, it doesn't matter what has happened in the past. When God releases or decides to decorate a man with his glory, he makes every past reproach, he brings it to an end the very moment he comes. It makes every past shame, past embarrassment, and the likes. And again, glory stops decadence. Glory stops decadence. First Samuel chapter 4, 21 to 22, tells us about um, Ichabod. The Bible recorded that his mother named him Ichabod because the glory has departed. May that not be your portion. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
And again, under the glory, everything you say begins to come to pass. A man who is operating under the glory of God, everything you say begins to come to pass. I have a personal experience from last week. I woke up on Wednesday morning. And I woke up very early at about maybe 4.30 a.m. in the morning. So I woke up. I did everything I needed to do. So I slept off again at about 6 a.m. Only to wake up at about maybe past 8. And when I woke up, I took my phone, my my private line. And I saw a text from the deputy governor. It says, the text reads, are you able to see me today at 2 p.m.? Please let me know in case so that I can, you know, it was in that line. So I responded to the text. So I got there at 2 p.m., a meeting that was supposed to be for 15 minutes, a very busy person. I believe by the grace of God, if you think it is pride, the Lord will help you. But I believe by the grace of God that I carry a particular level of grace. If I sit in front of you and we have a conversation, you will fall in love with me, except I'm not really in the mood to have that conversation. So I got there. It was supposed to be a 15 minutes meeting. And we ended up chatting for about two hours plus. And the first question he asked me was, why do you think young people feel entitled? That was the first question he asked me. <laughs> so, because I also have that notion, that same notion, that not just young people, I think many Africans feel very entitled. I don't know why. I don't know why it is so. Uh, I don't know whether it is the water they use in beating us. But to cut the long story short, what I wanted to, what I want to eat on the air is that a meeting that was supposed to be for 15 minutes. For somebody at that level who is as busy as he is, we sat down, we're chatting for close to three hours. There's something the glory of God does when it's upon a man. When you appear somewhere, they see it before they see you. They see it before they see you. So when you remove glory from Christianity, there's nothing left. When you remove glory from this Christian race or from the life of the believer, there's nothing left, to be honest. If you look at the story in the beginning, Genesis, Adam, the Bible says concerning Adam, Adam named all the animals was living within the animals. And at the time, Adam 
lion was Adam's friend. Tiger was Adam's friend. They didn't do anything to him. They didn't hurt him. They didn't harm him. Why? Because he was covered in glory. And you and I were born with the glory of God having eluded us. We're born without the glory. Romans 3.23 For all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. David said, in sin did my father and mother consume me, uh, um, conceive me. So in the beginning, the man was playing with lions and tiger because he was covered in glory. Today, you now see beware of dogs. So I asked myself, did, they, did God send new tigers or the tigers we, we have today that would almost devour, that would devour any human being if they see them? Are they different from what we had from the beginning of days or from the beginning of time? No, they are not different. The difference between now and then was that Adam was covered in glory. So the lion couldn't do anything to him. And I just want us to know this morning that God doesn't give glory to someone. He has not given the grace to carry it. God will not release his glory to someone he has not given the grace to carry it. They will die. That's a death sentence. Go and ask Saul in the scripture. King Saul in the book of Acts. The people came to him. Ah, King Saul, there's no king like you. You are like God. You are equal to God. And he didn't stop them. He took all the shine and removed God from the equation. The Bible wrote concerning him. That it was worms that consumed him alive. You know, God doesn't give glory to someone who he has not given the grace to carry it. You know why? Because the same thing God gives to us is also the same thing the devil twists in our hands and uses to destroy us. If we are not careful, if we don't handle it with care. If we don't handle it the way God wants us to handle it. That brings me to the next point. There's something called the weight of glory. The weight. W-E-I-G-H-T. The weight of glory. <laughs> and it is those that God has popped up in grace that can and do it, that can carry it. The weight of glory. It is those who God has popped up in grace. That God has built capacity in the inside of them. Able to carry it. I remember many years ago. The Jew told us a story. I said, and told us how God led him 
to the bar beach and said, draw the image of a human being on the floor. You know, with his hands, he, he, he did the sketch. And God, says, God said to him, clean it, wipe it. And he did. And he said, God told him right there that the day you fumble, the day you begin to see yourself, no matter how popular you get, that's how I will wipe you out. The weight of glory. Psalms 84 and verse 11. Psalms chapter 84 and verse 11. Psalms 84 and verse 11. For the Lord God is a son and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. The Lord will give grace and glory. And I said, no good thing will he be told from them that walk uprightly. He will give grace and glory. You only give what is not there. But if somebody already has it, why do you give it again? So does God withhold anything? Or will, does God, will God withhold glory? If so, if yes, why? Give grace and glory. It probably meant that he withheld it before. He didn't withhold it because he didn't like Joseph. He withheld it because he was trying to prepare Joseph. He was trying to release enough grace that Joseph needs to be, to be able to undo the glory. And guess what? God wants his glory to be seen everywhere. God wants his glory to be seen everywhere. Particularly on his people. He wants us to be carriers of his glory. He wants us to be ambassadors of his glory. He wants us to radiate his glory. He wants everything about us to reflect his glory. But he will only release to someone who he has given the grace and capacity for. Because if you do not have the grace and capacity for it, it may destroy you. May that not be your portion. So the next question is, can you handle it? Can you handle it? So why does God withhold, why did God, or why will God want to withhold it in the first place? I'll tell you why. The reason, one of the reasons, is because the cost of salvation is so expensive, it's too much, that God withholds some things so that they do not end up destroying us. God has invested so much in us. That's why we, we told, I remembered many years ago, I think I was I was less than it. I was about 18 or 19. And I had audience with a very big pastor and he asked me what I wanted. And I told him, I said, I want a car. I said, I want a car. And I remember his response is, go to school, go and work. 
that at that time I felt bad though. But maybe the reason why so many of us don't have some things at the moment is probably because we do not have the capacity yet to undo some certain things. It's not because God is wicked. But God is first trying to build capacity in us for some of those things. The Bible says God looks at the abundance of the heart. He doesn't even look at the intention. The day President Goodluck Jonathan came to camp and he knelt down in front of that deal to pray. I unconsciously, as a young man, said that me, if I become president, I will kneel down before any man. And whoever the person is, I won't kneel down before that person. And I'm sure God heard. <laughs> At that time, that's where my sense, that's the capacity of my, but I know better now. President, number one citizen of Nigeria. I will kneel down before any pastor. Me. But like I said, you don't, you don't need to say it. Just whispering it. God has already heard. Already. But say to somebody beside you, I know better now. So, what does God do first before he releases glory? He gives grace first before he releases glory. More money, more political appointments, more career successes can be a storm in someone's life if God has not given him the capacity to undo these things. Fame can destroy. There's no capacity to undo these things. Fame can destroy. It can destroy. It can destroy. Funny enough, lately I hang around politicians more now. So I was somewhere yesterday where it's a very big man. <laughs> talking about the Yoruba nation and the rally that still went ahead and happened somewhere. And one of the top men said, this country doesn't have direction, but we just can't say this to the camera. Because our next meal or appointment depends on this. Say, this is what this guy is fighting for. I'm not saying what he's fighting for. As I'm quoting someone, no, so that you don't <laughs> I beg you. <laughs> I'm video editors. Don't cut the part where I said I'm not the one who said it. <laughs> so, more money. More career success can destroy someone's life if he doesn't have the capacity to handle it. 
And how do you know that someone is heading towards destruction? And you feel you've gotten to a particular height where you no longer need God. And you think you have so much in your reservoir that you no longer need or that you no longer acknowledge God. Proverbs 3 and verse 5. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean on unto your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him so that he, can, he will keep directing your path. because not everybody can undo the next level. So instead of you to pray that, Father, take me to the next level, ask God to build capacity in you for the next level. That's the smart, shortest court prayer. Because if God builds capacity in you, I'm giving you expo now. When God builds that capacity in you, God does not like vacuum. God does not like vacuum. He will feel it. So ask that God builds capacity inside of you. There are some people under the sound of my voice. If you get an alarm of 50 million naira today, you won't come to church next week. Maybe the next time you will come to church is when you have spent the money remaining 980,000 naira. You now come and look for pastor. <laughs> now pastor, I know I've offended God. I want to sow a seed. <laughs> so not everyone can undo the next level. So as you go for just like people who are on battlefield, as you go for battle, you must learn to withdraw. Because if you do not withdraw, you will finish. Know when to, I tell people, wisdom is knowing when to appear. And knowing when to disappear is more wisdom. But, and in the street language, to avoid see finish. So you must know when to appear and when to what? disappear. By the time you go to a party and they tell you that, ah, are you see, you see that chair, you want to party here. You know that. <laughs> or, you know your level when you get to parties where they tell you that, ah, ah, sorry, oh, there's rice. There's rice. And they say there's rice and there's moi moi. But there's no meat. Should we boil eggs for you on top of the love rice? <laughs> so you know your level. <laughs> that the person even has the liver to even say it shows your level. So you must know when to appear and when to disappear. Amen. So Moses had to be taught how to carry the glory for 80 years. He was taught how to carry or undo the glory for 80 solid years. 80 years. The first 40 years, he was doing it on his own. And the next, he had a wilderness experience. 
Numbers chapter 20 and verse 12, you will see it. Where God accused Moses that he didn't know him, that he didn't acknowledge him. He was doing it in private, but publicly before the people, he wasn't allowing God. So that's another sermon entirely. He was doing it in the private. He was allowing God in the private. But before the people, he was mute when it comes to returning the glory to God. The Bible says, and why have you brought up the congregation of the Lord into this wilderness? No, 20 verse 12, sir. Thank you. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, because you believe me not, to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel. Therefore, you shall not bring this congregation into the land which I have given them. That's where the first error started. So in private, they were acknowledging God. But before, and God wanted it. God is jealous. What he wants, he wants. He wanted them to acknowledge him before the people, before the entire world. You must be deliberate on how you must be deliberate to allow God publicly as God blesses you. You must be deliberate to allow God publicly as God blesses you. You listen to some testimonies. And you struggle to find God within the testimonies. He said, you should come by 6 a.m. I already set my alarm. The alarm woke me up at exactly 4.45. I went into the shower. I came back. And the number of one of my uncle they gave me in the office. When I called him, he was already waiting for me. So when I got there like this, it was express straight. Now tell me, where is God in, the, in all of this testimony? So you must be deliberate to allow God publicly as he blesses you. You must be deliberate in the place of worship. Many of us, when last did you kneel down in church to worship your God? You are concerned about somebody who can't even feed you sitting beside you, or sitting opposite, or sitting across you, when last did you roll on the floor before God? When last? When last you come before God? I, was, I, I, I told someone, some people, many years ago, they followed, we, were, we went to camp together, I think when we were at Treasure Field. So I know, I know young people have this strong head. When that the geo comes up and he kneels down, and everybody kneels down, they stand. Is it God? No, I can only kneel down for God. So the, the, next, the next time somebody asked me and I told him, I said, Some, is that you or your father in the Lord? He said, yes. I said, so you've escorted your father somewhere to see someone. And he prostrated to greet the person, your father. Will you shake the person? Mumu kill you there. <laughs> <laughs> God publicly as he blesses you. You must. You must. 
God is looking for those who can carry his glory without touching it. If this is all you remember today, that's fine. God is looking for those who will carry his glory without touching it, without having any share out of it. That's what God is looking for. Look at those who will carry his glory, carry it well without touching it. So there's a part of God that you are not allowed to touch. Judges chapter 7 and verse 2. Judges chapter 7 and verse 2. There's a part of God you are not allowed to touch. He is merciful, but in that area, he's gotten, it is so very, it's so straightforward. Judges 7 and verse 2, the Bible says, And the Lord spake unto Gideon, and the people that are with, with thee are too many for me to give the mind into their hands. Let Israel, lest Israel vaunt themselves against me, saying, My own hand has not saved them. That their own hand has saved them. That's what, you know, King James is, not, is like um, uh, algebra equation. Multimedia department. Are you King James more? It's NKJV. NKJV. So that you don't give me a dick as I'm preaching. Is that NK? Okay. So there's a part of God you must not touch. And that's you God is looking for people who will carry his glory without touching it. It is tough. Don't let me lie to you. Everybody likes ovation. Everybody likes, ah. <laughs> One of the common traits of every man is the ability or desire to, to rule, to be on top. That's what killed, um, it, that's what brought about the fall of Adam and Eve. Did God really say you shouldn't eat of that fruit? Ha, Jarai, Mumu. The day you eat it, your eyes will open. Your eyes will open to see what? Again, one, one area you should pay attention to, and if you begin to pay attention to this area, you will, you will experience exponential blessings in your life. And that area is this. If you are not surprised to yourself, it means you are not seeing God's hands in your life upon yourself. If you are not surprised, when, let me explain it to you. And you just look at it and say, ah, one more. Now, wow. God, thank you. Me that I couldn't afford a bicycle. Eh? Biere, biere. Camry. Biere, biere. You know, it just, sometimes you need to really, really get real with God. Ah, God, oh, I thank you. Nobody don't even go to the Republic for my family. See me. They've, God, I thank you. You must be surprised. If you are not surprised to yourself at where God has it, it means you are not seeing God's hands upon your life. It's very practical. And don't apologize for coming from a rich family. Don't apologize for being successful but only turn to God and give him the glory. 
You don't owe anybody any apology that you are the dollar's son or you are the goatee's son or what, what have you. But just make sure you give God all the glory. You know, the toughest place to thrive is maybe not even successful people, maybe rich people. Is there anybody who is rich? Being rich and poor, like I say, is a thing of the mind. Not a mat it's not a function of how much you have in your account. It's a thing of the mind. Let's, let's settle that one first. So people who have given up on themselves, when they see people who know how to rough it and carry themselves well, they come and say, ah, he's proud. He's proud. Jide put up a very beautiful write-up. I was going to repost it. I said, let me not let this guy feel that, feel like. <laughs> and he was able to break down what you are looking for, what you regard as success for you. Let everybody operate at the level of which they are to, let, let, let everyone operate at their own level, at their own pace. If somebody thinks that the success he or she look, is looking for in this life is marriage. If it, that, those are the people that during reception, when they are dancing to the hall, they will do backflips, they will do everything, they will survive. God. He said, leave them. <laughs> he said, if somebody thinks that growing a small business from scratch to finish and hopefully listing on the New York Stock Exchange, that's what he sees as success. At that day, he will, he will most likely cry. That he's not sure he will cry on his wedding day. And it's not because he doesn't love his wife. But why do people cry on their wedding day? Let's, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. So no one touches God's glory and has spared. No one touches God's glory and has spared. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 7, talking about God placing these things in earthen vessels. 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 7. The Bible says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God. Look at how he ended, and not of us. So no one touches God's glory and is, and is spared. It's not possible. God doesn't want to give us glory. God doesn't just want us to operate in glory. He wants us to move from glory to glory. Provided you do not touch it. Carry it, but don't touch it. So how do you carry something and not touch it? <laughs> Maybe next Sunday, we will talk about carrying and not touching. Or if God is speaking to who will take the music service, carry but don't touch. So God wants us to move from glory to glory. Second Corinthians 3 and verse 18. Our time is fast spent, so I need to run. So when God wants to walk, what you have doesn't matter so that the excellency 
will be on God and not on you. When God wants to do something, what you have doesn't matter. You know why? So that the excellency, so that the glory will be on God and not on you. Romans 1, 22 to 23. He talks about the excellency of our God. And anyone who does not glorify God will never be thankful. Anyone who does not glorify God will never be thankful. <laughs> First Corinthians 26 1 Corinthians 1, 26 to 29. And guess what? It is in the little things. It is in the little things. The little things. The little things. The subtle things. <laughs> it is the subtle things that we say in our hearts. You remember I told you about the president. It is the subtle things we say in our hearts. Things like, ah, this thing I am doing in the church. If I don't do it, nobody will do it. Or nobody can do it. <laughs> the first exam I took as a pastor was in School of Disciples or Bible College. The day they appointed me as the pastor of Treasure Field, those days I didn't even used to smile at all. So a lot of people thought, ah, this guy, we are dead. He becomes our pastor. So, that day after service, first service, I presided over as a pastor. I was still wrapping my head. Ah, this one. But don't, guess what? I've always wanted to be a pastor. So no, I wasn't surprised. Ah, I'm still wrapping my head around it. No. Don't, let's not fool ourselves. So the first Sunday, as I finished service and went into my office, I just said they knock on my office door. I can't forget. Drummer. Guitarist. Lead guitarist, no bassist and lead guitarist. We just came to tell you, sir, that we are leaving. That we can't work with you. Who would you bury? So the keyboard is working. And I asked him, breaking news. <laughs> he said, No, ah, you have not done anything to me. Me, I'm not going anywhere. I'm, I'm observing you. <laughs> ah, I'm observing you. Ooh. So, three of them left. So, that is why when you see that there's so much emotional sentiment when it comes to certain people who are working with us in the church, you can trace it back to where some of these things came from. So we hired a drummer, but we got a drummer that year. That year, he still had the fear of God. <laughs> when you give him the stipend that you, you give him, he will use the money to buy every kit missing in the drum. That year. <laughs> Why is everyone laughing? <laughs> so, if you begin to say these things on top of it, if you don't do certain things, there's nobody that will do it. Ha! Ah. God is dangerous. God is dangerous. It's a serious business. 
he can kill and he can make alive. So let's not all let's not just talk about the sweet part of God only. I think the other part is like a default reset button for all of us. Just in the Saturday, ah, maybe they called you in church. Come and ah, support this project. I say I want to do. Ha. Ah. You can't even first sit down and thank God, our Father, thank you. The eyes that these people are using to look me, to look at me. Father, I call these things forth that are not as though they were. If you are tired, <laughs> if you are tired, if you are tired, on a Sunday morning, drag yourself to church. Because it's a privilege. I'm not lying to you. On Wednesday, when I got that text message, it wasn't from his PA or anybody. He sent it to me by himself. Up to today, I don't even have his PA's number. If I already had any meeting for that day, I would have canceled it. Don't let me lie to you. There's no... So I was looking at the message. Please let me know if you are not able to make it. Tani. <laughs> if I had drip in my hand, I'll carry it there. <laughs> let alone talk less of God. I am tired. I can't come. When you are tired, drag yourself to church. I... It's not, I, can't, I don't have a scriptural reference for you. But I feel that that Sunday morning tiredness of not coming to church is demonic. There's a Sunday, a sister told me in the morning, ah, Pastor, I'm not sure I'll come to church. It was last Thanksgiving service, last month. And I said to her, I said, ah, you, I'm not sure you'll come to church. Okay. I said, what's wrong? She said, I'm just feeling dizzy. <laughs> and I said to her, they better come and dance dizziness away. But what I what dropped in my mind that if you go and sleep and no one wake up. <laughs> no, I'm telling you the truth. No, I'm being honest with you. That's the plan of the devil. That's the plan of the devil. There are Sundays when I wake up, even as a pastor, I don't feel like coming to church too. But I must come to church. Even if it's to just come and frown face at God that we are motivated. At least let me come. You don't even know the traps that the devil has set already for you. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. And if you, look at, if you look at Ezekiel 28, 2 to 8, let's look at the role of the devil. How he tries to snatch the devil. When you do beautiful and great things, there are some people you must submit yourself to guide you. That's why a lot of young people are missing it. They must, you must submit yourself to people to guide you. Don't ever think that you have gotten it right. Nobody has gotten it right. I am sure. I don't know who. 
I'm sure Ashadebe would have someone that can call him to order. I'm sure. Because I know he parades a lot of elders around him. So I don't know what role they play. But when you do beautiful things, when you succeed in something, submit yourself to people who will guide you. There must be people in your life that you are afraid to disappoint. One of those people in my life is that mommy you see that comes. Pastor Toro Shokoya. She would tell anyone that, and we both have that agreement. She would tell anyone in this life that God forbid Joseph should kill someone. Just give me five minutes with him. He will tell me the truth. No matter, there must be such person or persons in your life that you willingly submit yourself to and say, ah, the day you want to go and eat the forbidden fruit, you just remember, ah, what would Sister Toro say if she should hear this thing? There must be such people in your life. You can't just be going like a free pedal so that you don't crash land. There must be people in your life that you are afraid to disappoint. There are a few people in this church. And see, let me tell you, don't choose such persons based on sentiment. It doesn't even have to be your pastor. But just make sure that whoever you choose, you are not, fo you are not fooling yourself. If David stands in front of me like this and is lying to me, I will know. But I'm also sure he won't lie to me. If Aotunde stands in front of me like this and is lying to me, I will know. Because I know he won't lie to me on any matter. Jide cannot lie to me. Not lie to me. <laughs> Kumbi has never lied to me before. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. There must be people in your life. It doesn't even have to be your pastor, to be honest. But whoever it is that God chooses for you, make sure you are not fooling yourself. Make sure it must be somebody that you are vulnerable with. Even in the face of, no matter how bad that thing is, this person, you cannot lie to that person. And it's not because the person will pamper you if you tell the person the truth. Oh, don't get it wrong. Oh. But it's not because the person, even in correction, the person will correct you in love. And the underlying factor, underlying tone is because the person wants you to become a better person. Tell them there's somebody in your life where you, know, you, you, don't, you are afraid to disappoint. And there's someone who got this glory, returned the glory back to God right. 
He wasn't perfect, but he got it right. His name is David. His name is David. If you check the scripture, God said, he confessed, he said, I miss the tabernacle of David. If you see big tabernacles, don't, if you look at the tabernacle of David, it was built with ordinary tent too. Ordinary tent, it wasn't gold-plated like those ones uh, King Solomon built and all of those things. It was just tent. That's all. So that tells you that it's not in the physique. It's in the content. He said, I miss the tabernacle of David. Why did God say that I miss the tabernacle of David? I'll tell you. If you look at 1 Chronicles 16, you see how the tabernacle of David was built. So what is it about this tabernacle of David? David did something that I'm not sure anybody has done up to now. He hired people 247 to be giving praise to God under that under the canopy, under the canopy. And so that's where they found that song. That's on a lighter note, actually. He had people to be giving praise, offering praise to God 247. 247. 247. That's the first thing he did. And second thing he did, as a king, he would also leave his throne regularly, once a day, to go and join them in the tabernacle to offer praises to God. And no wonder, the day he was dancing, and it was his wife, right? That told him, why a king, you are dancing like this. He said, ah, that's what he said. He said, go and ask your forefather. He said, go and ask your forefather. Uh, he's pulling yourself. He said, go and ask your forefather. The God who dethroned your own father and made me king. And Bible recorded that because of that, that woman remained barren for the rest of her life. <laughs> God doesn't play with his glory. You can carry it. He wants you to carry it. But don't touch it. First Chronicles 29, 11 to 18. You see one place where David did something extraordinary. First Chronicles 29, 11 to 18. Furthermore, King David said to all the assembly, 11, where is it? Yeah, yours, O Lord. This is King David speaking. Let's read together. I want to go. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power and the glory, the victory and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord. You are exalted as head over all. In 12, both riches and honor come from you. And in your reign over all, and you reign over all, sorry, in your hand is power and might. In your hand it is to make great and to give strength. Wait there. Find David in this equation. Where did David talk about himself in this equation? Say both riches. Where does it come from? Come from. 
honor, where does it come from? Anyone God has not honored will face disgrace. And that's why you cannot dishonor who God has honored. 13. Now, therefore, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. 14. But who am I and who are my people that we should be able to offer so willingly? They took offerings, so they took offerings. They took offerings, offerings. If you check scriptures, nobody offered to God like David. They took offerings, confirm offerings. But he still saw it as a privilege, not like a right to take something before God. And you say God will not have accept this kind of offering. What are you talking about? Let's go. For all things come from you and of your own we have given you. Verse 15. For we are all aliens and pilgrims before. As we were all, as we were all our father. Our days on earth as a shadow. 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 And without hope, I am a tool, Lord, 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 and it's all your own. 17. I know also, my God, that you test the arts. You know whether, you know, you, did you, can you remember when I started and talked about God looking at intentions? Yes. That you test the arts and have pleasure in uprightness. As for me, in the uprightness of my heart, I have willingly offered all these things to you. And now with joy, I have seen your people who are present here to offer. He didn't just offer. He made the people to offer. He taught them to offer willingly to God. If it's time to take offering, I remember that they, at a particular time, Pastor Nidio said, don't preach when you want to take offering. He said it. He said, don't preach when you want to take offering. For some, even if you preach, you sermon on offering. He's like, eh? Where is it? Oh Lord God, let's read together. One, two, go. Oh Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, our fathers keep this forever in the intent of the church of the heart of your people and fix their hearts towards you. How many of us want to be like David? Want to reason like David? This morning. And if you look at 2 Samuel 7, 18 to 21, let's quickly see it again. Then I'm done. You know, one of the things God asked us to do in the second half as we, you know, journey through the second half is that God would want us to anoint everyone this morning. So 2 Samuel 7, 18 to 21, the Bible says that, let's read together again. For your word's sake and according to your own heart, 
you have done all these great things to make your servants know them. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord. And he said, who am I, O Lord God? And what is my house that you have brought me this far? You must be surprised at yourself. That's where I'm going. You must look at yourself and say, how come, how now? Don't feel like you did something special to get to where you are today. You know how many people have PhD that are walking up and down, speaking grammar? So you must get to you look at yourself and get a me. Ha, now, wow. Ha, the days of Gary and Kuli Kuli. Let's read again. 20. Oh, and yet, this was a small thing in your sight. Oh, Lord God, I have also spoken of your servant's house for a great while to come. Is this the manner of man? Oh, Lord God. Ha, I'm still surprised. Ha, now, wow. <laughs> See me. Ah, I'm still surprised. Hey, my native has gator. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see it again. Now, what more can David say to you? For you, Lord God, know your servant. You know, you know, I'm not packaging anything in front of you. 21. For your word's sake and according to your own heart, you have done all these great things to make your servant know them. <laughs> As I close this morning, <laughs> again, I will say, if you are not surprised, to yourself and to where God has taken you from and to where you are, you are not seeing God's hand upon your life. Rise to your feet. <laughs> your prayer this morning is simple. Father, as I carry your glory, help me not to touch it. I receive grace this morning from on high. Help me not to touch it. Help me not to fumble. Help me not to let you down. Help me not to let you down. Help me not to let you down. Pray. Let God hear you this morning. Be deliberate as you talk, say these things to God this morning. Help me, Lord. Help me, oh God. Help me. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me. Help me, Lord, as I carry your glory, O oh God. As you make me a carrier of your glory. Help me not to mess up. Help me not to touch it. Help me not to toy with it. Let your glory be seen over my life. I receive grace. I receive capacity this morning. Somebody is not praying well enough. Somebody's not praying well enough. Be deliberate about what you're saying to God this morning. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Let God hear you. Let God hear you. Talk to him this morning. Talk to him. Help me. Help me to carry it. And not touch it. And not touch it. Talk to him. Talk to him this morning. Talk to him this morning. I want to see your glory. I want to carry your glory. 
Make me a carrier of your glory. Make me a carrier of your glory. Make me a carrier of your glory. Make me a carrier of your glory. Pray, 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 pray. Talk to him. I'm going to give us time to pray. Pray, pray this morning. Build capacity in the place of prayer. God will never release. If you do not have the capacity to carry it, he will never, he will never release it. Ah, Father, Father, this morning, Lord. When I show, oh God, let your glory, let your glory be seen radiating all over me. When I show up, oh God, let your glory speak for me. When I show forth, oh God, let your glory, let your glory be seen all over me from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet. Let your glory, let your glory pray, 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 pray this morning. Pray, pray. That's why we are here. Pray, 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 pray. Pray, pray. I receive the capacity. I build spiritual capacity. Go ahead, pray, pray. Don't get tired. Don't stop praying. 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 Don't stop. I receive spiritual capacity. I receive grace for my next level, oh God. I receive grace. I receive grace. I receive grace for my next level. I receive grace. 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 Let your glory speak for me. Lord, let your glory speak for me. Let your glory speak for me. Anything in the inside of me that will let you, that, 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 that will let, that will cause your glory to become destruction over my life. Purge them. Purge me. Purge me completely now. Purge me completely. Purge me from them. Purge me, Lord. Purge me, Lord. Give me a heart like David. Give me a heart like David. A heart like David. A heart like David. A heart that doesn't share your glory. No matter how little. A heart that is thankful. A heart that is thankful. Give me a heart like David. 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 Pray, 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 pray. Don't stop praying. 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 We have entered the good land. The glory is about to show forth. There is no way 2021 will leave you without an experience, without an encounter. But we must get it right. We must get it right in the place of prayer. 
Hey, lagada boska, manderere boko shata, ligato koskoto broko shana, regerere boko shadara, liganoska da bara bara basoto, makatushka le broko soto lo broko shande, regere boko skoto broko shanda ya, libra baba 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 zegete broko shada, legere I receive capacity, I receive capacity. I receive capacity. I receive capacity. I receive capacity. I receive capacity for my next level. For my next level. In the name of Jesus. 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 Standing up for your household now. Standing up for your bloodline. Standing up. Standing up now. Pray, 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 pray. Pray, pray, pray for your children, born or yet to or, or unborn. Pray for your children. Pray for everyone in your bloodline. Liga da bakashate, rege de 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 makoshkata, rabababababababa sokoto, lege de boko shanda labraka sete, ribababababababababa, zege de broko shada. Your glory will radiate in my life. Your glory will not bring about my destruction. Your glory will not bring about my death. Father, help me to carry it. And help me to carry it well. Help me to carry it. And carry it well. Help me, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. You are the only one who can help me. I am nothing without you. I am nothing of my own. I can do nothing. Father, help me to carry it. Ragada da 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 boska, regere boko shata. Ragada da 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 da, rekete broko shanda na baka soto. Ribra kushka liga na bara ba, zekete broko shanda. Ragado koskoto, magade broko shanda na braka suta. Regere boko shate, regere de de de, mahiga na baka soto ya, regere de de let your glory let it show forth let your glory let it burst forth in my life ragadoshka da ba da ba regedere mandala braka shekete ribra ba 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 zendele broko shata likete tetetete makushka ligade boko sotorie riba ba 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 zendele broko shata legede broko sundala braka shate Rigadoska, 
Mandala braka sendere boko share. Rika chushka la baraba. Radanala regedede. Broko soto regede. Braka sata ragadeo. Jege braka segede. Rigadeo zagada braka soto legedede. Magada baraba zegede. Regado no no. Zagada baka shata legete broko. Get angry in your spirit. Get angry in your spirit. Pray 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 pray. Talk to him. Zaganoshka, Legedene, Bracasokoto, Legedene, Mandalabaraba, Zaganoshka, Regete Brocosoto, Ragadana, Bracasotoria, Regede, Bracasacata, Yagano, Zegedene, Mandalabracasoto, Lekatos, Lagoscate, Magadegene, Brocosuta Yabaraba, Ragadana, Raganoshka, Regedene, Bracasata Yabaraba, Lagoska, Navarra. Zegedene, Braca Soto, Liga Dadada, Mahiga dos Colovoco Shande, Regedene, Mandala Braca Soto, Yegedene Boco Soto, Magada Barabara, Zegedene, Regado Gosoto, Lacato Coscoto, Ragada Barabara, Zegedene, Ragado Gosoto, Lobroco Shata, Yegede, Magada Barabara, Zagado, Zegede Boco Soto, Rigada. I build capacity, I build capacity, I build capacity, I build capacity, I receive capacity, I receive capacity in the name of Jesus, 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 Ragadaboska, Legedene, Braga Sotonobrokoshande. Father, for your glory, if you have to break me, break me. If you have to crush me, crush me. Lagato Kosokoto, Rigada Barabara, Zandala Braca Shata, 
Let your glory, let it be seen in my home. Let your glory be seen all over my family. Where the glory of God is, the devil cannot thrive in that environment. People of God, don't get tired, don't get tired of praying, don't get tired, don't get tired. Press in, press in the more, press in the more, press in the more, press in this morning. Your destiny depends on this, your future depends on this, your tomorrow depends on this. ushers will direct you, the ushers will direct us. As you come, just touch the oil and anoint yourself. Touch the oil and anoint yourself. And as you go back to your seat, continue to pray. Continue to pray. Continue to pray. I receive divine endorsement. I receive divine endorsement. I receive divine endorsement. I receive divine endorsement. Continue to decree Continue to prophesy. The ushers who can help us now. As you come, just touch the oil. Anoint yourself. As you anoint yourself, go back and pray. I receive divine endorsement. My business receive divine endorsement. I receive divine endorsement. Jagadoska. Legedeboko soto. Magadoska. Legedeboko soto. Regedeboko shandala braka soto. Riba baba baba. Zontolo broko shande, rikato koskoto broko shandaria, regede broko suta la braka shante, rekete tetete, mahindra baka zondolo broko shande, regede broko soto, riganarana, braka soto lo broko shandaria, lekete broko soto, legede broko soto ria, mandere broko soto, ligra baka soto, legede broko shanda, ribra baba baba, 
glory I will do it 
us to see you, to behold you as my King, for your glory I will do.